0: You, you are divine. divine Hello there my beautiful pumpkins and welcome back to divine authenticity <sighs> I hope you are having the most wonderful magical brilliant beautiful time It is a beautiful time to be alive Tomorrow is September 1st and I know who is she putting out an episode on a random Wednesday, but I really wanted to get this episode out because number one, I'm not promising it's going to be every single week, but I actually want to start producing the podcast a couple of times a week as it's a project that even though I don't have it edited as glamorously and put together as maybe I did before, it is a an area that I feel like it's easy. Like this is a very easy project because talking for me is something I love to do. And it's very easy for me. It comes naturally to me. Uh, So it's just a sector of my online world that I really love having. And I don't know why I was limiting myself. I was limiting myself every single month that we've had this podcast going. I have limited myself to always having one episode per week. And after I uploaded a special episode last week, there was like an extra special episode. I was like, Oh my gosh, why don't I do that all the time? Or like as much as I feel like I'm able to do without overdoing it. So because it is the last day of the month, and tomorrow is September 1st, I wanted to propose a September challenge for y'all. Because I just feel like I am really in my, like, redemption arc, my main character arc, my selfish arc, my dark feminine arc, like... When you hear the episodes that are coming out this month, a lot of them have already been made. I'm actually making this episode today, the day that it goes up. But a lot of the September episodes have already been scheduled to go out at the appropriate time. And so I kind of already know what's coming. And I feel like in these episodes, you're going to hear a much more motivated version of me than maybe you've heard in a long time. And that is because for the last three weeks, I have committed to eating Cleaner, walking almost every day, um, putting myself first. And with doing this, I didn't really give myself like a set of guidelines per se. I was just feeling horrible prior to this. And Like we kind of did the hot girl timeline for a minute that lasted maybe two weeks and it was different than this time. I feel like I was doing it with some good intentions, some intentions that I felt like still needed some processing. But now I actually feel like I've reached a point in my own evolution that I like, I finally hit it y'all. I finally hit the point where when I don't work out. I feel weird. Like it's something that I require in my day, not just for my body, but for my mental health. And now that I've gotten to this point and that like I've made all these episodes that will go out this month, I just wanted to come in right before the start of this month and just propose a challenge to you that if you feel like you've been in a funk, if you feel like you've been stuck, I don't want you to get the wrong idea that this is something that is meant to be completed in like a perfectionist way. You're not supposed to hit every single mark every single day. I still take days off where I do not walk around a bunch. Like there is not a day that I hit everything perfect in an entire month. There's not a week that that happens. But for the most part, Something that I've really been paying attention to is something that I'm going to quote from Mimi Bouchard, who has been a huge motivator to me and a huge mentor. Um, I don't know her personally, but the work that she does online has motivated me to just evolve into the version of myself that I want to be in this lifetime. And something that she always says is that your days become your weeks, your weeks become your months, and your months become your years, and your years become your life. And so with that in mind, This is how I want you to treat this challenge. It's not about perfection. It's not about hitting every mark every single day, but it is about paying attention to the compound effect where you do one thing and eventually that can catalyze you into more things and it can help you to push yourself a little bit in the beginning. And once you gain some momentum, it all it's like, I feel like Brianna Weist talks about this too. another person that I really love their work. It like she talks about how when you're doing something, it's little by little and then it's all at once. And I feel like I am now at the all at once phase. I've done the little by little and now I'm doing everything all at once. And it feels like a really well oiled machine and it takes time. It does take dedication, but it does not need perfection. And so I don't want this to be something that if you're going to do it with me and you're going to try it out, I don't want you to feel like this has to be something that every day, oh, my gosh, you fell short of the mark. How dare you? Don't use this as something that causes self-hatred or self-loathing or anything that is going to make you want to self destruct. This is meant to be something that helps you advocate for your time, helps you feel better about yourself or your situation. If you're in a situation you're not loving. And these are just some of the things that I am going to continue to commit to all September long and I would love if you wanted to be part of it too. So um, you can tag me on Instagram if you want to. I want to say everybody has the ability to tag me, like tag me in your stories, tag me wherever, just say like September challenge. This is definitely heavily inspired again by Mimi Beauchard. Um, I've never participated in any of her challenges, but I just feel like Those of y'all that really get a lot out of these episodes, this could really be something that benefits you this month and let it be something that catalyzes you into being the person you want to be in your day to day life. So I'm going to propose four different things that you try to implement into your life this month as many days of the month as possible. Again, not perfection, but some consistency if you're able. And if you don't like one of these things and you want to switch it for something else, feel free to do that. These are just the things that I'll be working on. And if you want to do the same things, you're more than welcome to. So number one is going to be getting in more steps. Now, even if you don't have like a step counter, an Apple Watch, a Fitbit, uh, you actually can use your phone. Most phones either have apps that you can download that have step counters. I know that my fitness pal is an app that has a step counter in it already programmed. And as long as you have your phone with you, you can track your steps. Uh, and I know most people have a phone. Uh, if not, like you can also map out your distances and try to just like do the math and walk in certain areas. But if you're able to use some kind of step counter, I would encourage that I use an Apple watch, but use whatever works for you. And I don't want to tell you a certain number of steps to do I'm going to tell you what I've committed to. But I want you just to encourage yourself if you already count steps, if you already have a step counter, and you're not hitting eight to 10,000 steps a day, just encourage yourself to get like, an extra one to 2000 steps than you normally would. So let's say on average, you get 2000 steps a day, encourage yourself to get three to 4000. And if you really want to go hard, try to get that 10k as many days as possible. This is something that I've implemented into my life. I don't even necessarily always get 10,000 steps. Sometimes it's around 8,000. But I do also focus because I have the Apple Watch, um, I do focus on closing my rings. So that's gonna be my activity, my movement, like calories burned while moving, and then standing up. So In effect, or in an attempt to try to get everybody included that doesn't maybe have an Apple Watch, I would say just monitor your steps. It's a little bit more accessible than telling everybody to join the cult of Apple. So those are the things that I look for is I try personally to close all of my rings as many days of the week as possible. And... Even if I close my rings, I don't always get the 10K. I will go the extra mile sometimes to get the 10K steps. At the very least, I would say I'm getting at least like 9,000 steps. Sometimes it'll be like eight and change, but I would say I hover pretty close to 9,000 steps a day right now. Um, And if you feel like you need to take a rest day, don't beat yourself up about that. Like it's okay to need rest. It's normal for your body to want recovery. And just try to get that as many days as possible this month. The next thing I'm going to tell you to try out is to try kicking if you are someone that is heavily addicted to coffee or caffeine. um, Which for some of you, this might not even be a thing. And maybe you want to lessen your consumption of soda or um I don't want to say juice because I think 100% juice is actually really healthy for you. Um, But if there's anything that you feel like you have an addiction to, um, just even like I picked coffee for myself because I've actually noticed as I have quit caffeine for... I've been drinking strictly matcha. I think I'm on like day four or five now. I have noticed an immediate difference in the way that my nervous system feels. And I find this really interesting because back in 2021, when I was going through like all my panic attacks and things were really scary, uh, I wasn't drinking coffee. I hadn't had coffee for like two or three months during that time period. I had just stopped drinking coffee and I really thought like, it doesn't even matter. I'm still anxious, even if I drink coffee. And so I went back to drinking coffee, but I knew even from that point in time that every time I would drink coffee, my anxiety would be worse. And now that I've kind of learned how to come home to myself a little bit more, I've learned new skills, new coping mechanisms, new somatic healing practices, as I've kind of integrated a lot of change that was necessary for me. Um, I've realized that coffee really puts me on edge. And so I originally wanted to just like not drink coffee to see how I felt like for a couple of days. And I noticed such an immediate shift. Literally, it was like a night and day difference after like day one going into day two. It was an immediate shift. I like I said, I think I'm on day four or five now, possibly of no ca- like it's not no caffeine i've just swapped my coffee for matcha and um i just it's been like a night and day difference i don't feel anxious every day i don't feel like i have midday anxiety i don't think i don't feel like i get anxiety before work or before bed i even feel like it has helped me sleep better and actually go to bed easier which y'all know i struggle with that so um, I'm going to say try it to cut back on coffee or replace coffee with something different. The thing with matcha and the reason that I chose it is because, yes, it is still caffeinated, But matcha doesn't give you the same rise in energy and the same crash that coffee actually has been scientifically proven to give. And the problem is, is that with caffeine or coffee consumption, rather, you most people will end up drinking another cup. Like when you go through that crash, you'll end up just wanting to have another cup to kind of keep you perked up. And that's like, if that's what you want to do, that's the name of your game. And your blood is basically half coffee. Like there's no judgment in this space. I'm just explaining to you the things that made me kind of reconsider. Um, Matcha doesn't do that. You don't have this like crash in the middle of your day. It's much gentler. There isn't like a lightning rod of this chaotic energy that I was always experiencing with coffee. And not to be uh, doing the most here, but... When I drink coffee, I honestly feel like there are people that drink coffee and need to poop. And then there are people that lie about this. There is no in between. Coffee is literally like a mouth enema. Okay. Yeah, I said it. I said it. Um, Literally like a mouth enema. And I feel like matcha doesn't do that to me. I don't feel like I'm pooping a bunch. I feel like when I drink coffee, maybe it's just because I'm highly sensitive to it. I felt like I would have to poop like constantly throughout my day and not to say that that's such a bad thing like we love a regular queen but I feel like my bathroom habits are so much more like they're just not so intense like t- there was a time period where I had to switch over to wipes instead of toilet paper because I was wiping so much because I was going so frequently that it was like rubbing like <laughs> Listen, we get real personal here. Divine authenticity. Um, but like a little graphic though. Like, I would like be like bleeding like from my behind because I would be wiping so many times throughout the day. And I still use wipes now periodically because it's just nice and I feel like you really get clean back there. But, um, But literally, I feel like with matcha, I don't really have that same problem anymore because I don't even just within a few days, it's changed what was going on before. I don't think I could really notice the shift out of caffeine when I wasn't drinking it for three months because my anxiety was so high already. Naturally, I was dealing with the feelings of anxiety and it was like beyond the normal basic level anxiety that I was used to feeling. It was like hyper- excuse me, traumatized, hypervigilance, and like panic. So I couldn't even be present to notice the effects of coffee when I wasn't drinking it. Um, But now that I'm so much more aware and present in my body, I just completely notice that shift immediately. So that's my thing that I propose to you is if it's not coffee, maybe you already don't drink coffee, but you drink a lot of highly caffeinated anything. I would say like teas are probably okay. As long as you're not over consuming black tea, because black tea, it depends on how you feel about caffeine. Again, I don't think tea makes you crash quite as hard, but I do know that two cups of black tea is equal to the same amount of caffeine as coffee. Um, Matcha is still like a green tea powder that has caffeine in it as well. But I feel like just lowering my consumption of caffeine and also like if there's just something that you're drinking consistently or something that you feel really addicted to, I would say the goal, again, is not perfection. It's like... Maybe a couple days out of the week, you decide to replace that morning cup of coffee with something else, or, um, maybe you go full steam ahead and you decide you want to be a matcha girly. Um, I will tell you, I will put a link. I don't think I can do a referral link for it, but if I can, I absolutely will because that never costs you anything extra and I get a kickback for that. So why would we not do it? Um, If I can get a referral link, I'll try, but it might just be a normal link. Uh, I will recommend the matcha that I've been drinking based on all the matchas I've been trying or have tried. This one actually is like God tier. Like it's actually worth the hype. I'm always very skeptical about products that are hyped so far with my experience. It is a thousand percent worth the hype and it blends super well. I don't feel like I have a crash. I feel like it's actually really flavorful. Like some matchas to me just like don't have good flavor. And I'm never going to recommend something to y'all that I haven't tried myself. Like I just like, even when I do like Keen sponsored videos on my YouTube channel, I only talk about Keen because I've used the service myself and I've seen it work. Um, like I don't, take deals that I don't actually like love the product or love what is being sold. I'm very picky about that. So, um, this isn't even sponsored by them, but I love the peak matcha or Peak matcha. Uh, it's the one that definitely I feel like is highly hyped online. I a thousand percent understand the hype. I think it is worth the hype. It's actually really, really, really good. Uh, and I feel like it also just like blends super easy But yeah, I'm a matcha girly now and I'm loving it. I am living my best matcha life and we love a less anxious girly. We love a girly who is in her body, who is feeling good and doesn't feel controlled by her emotions 24-7, okay? Um, And I fully believe that moving coffee out of my diet has been a huge, like, positive benefit to me. And I can't speak to how it's going to work for you if you decide to go the same route, um, Obviously, everybody's body is different. I did not notice any caffeine or coffee withdrawal symptoms. Um, I've been through caffeine withdrawal before because I've been drinking coffee for like over a decade. Hello, capitalism, making us all feel like we have to be perked up to be alive. Um, Truth, true facts, though. That's literally why like there have been studies done on that. And that's literally why coffee is so popular it's literally a capitalist tool that it's grown really popular in the western world because so many people rely on it to go to these like really long work days that none of us should really be doing um true things true story (laughs) so uh in any case coffee was not doing anything good for me except for being delicious and I'm a matcha girly, and I'm going to recommend to you just if you feel like coffee is a problem for you, like it was for me, I am going to recommend to you trying to quit. And like I said, swapping over to matcha, I did not notice any withdrawal symptoms for myself. Um, I want to say they say like three days out, you could it could be up to three days out before you feel anything like that. I did not go through any of that. I have only felt better since removing coffee from my diet. Uh, The second or the third thing, excuse me, that I want to challenge to you is no other people or social media in the first one to two hours of your day. I know that this is hard, especially if you're a chronic people pleaser, especially if you always feel like you need to be there for everybody. Here's the thing. And you can quote me on this one. Okay, here's the thing. You are not emergency services. There is emergency services that are here to be emergency services. That is not you. I hear from so many people in my life when I say, don't look at your phone in the morning. People can wait. Oh, but what if something happened overnight? And like, what if I wasn't there? What if there's an emergency? You are not emergency services. And don't get me wrong, if you like have a grandparent in the hospital or a parent or you have an ongoing situation right now, 100 percent check your phone in the morning. It's understandable. But I feel like walking through your entire life being worried that you are going to miss an emergency It's like you're already in that state before it ever actually happens. Take it from somebody who woke up one day to a text message about their sister being dead. Okay. It literally doesn't change anything. It wouldn't have mattered what time of day I received that text message. It still would have hurt just as badly. And that's just the reality of the situation. You are not emergency services. We have things like that in the world on purpose. And you don't need to be constantly treating yourself like you need to be on high alert for everyone else. And that might be a hard pill to swallow because I think a lot of people live their life by that standard. But that is something that I refuse to engage with. Like, I refuse to engage with it. And the first two hours of my day, sometimes the first 12 hours of my day, are my time. It's my selfish era. And, I don't give that time away to anyone, not to mention if people really want to get a hold of you, they will like somebody will come to your house or in my case, somebody will call my husband. Like if it is that big of an emergency, I will hear about it. If I've been absent for 12 hours, somebody will call somebody. They will get a hold of me. And That's kind of what I always remind myself is that I have another lifeline sitting in my home right next to me that also I've had a conversation with him about that. You know, hey, does that bother you if while I'm taking this time because he doesn't have the same mentality as me, Um, my husband and I don't have the same like phone and media usage That's just like, and I don't judge him for his usage. Like that's on him. That's on him to decide how he wants to engage with his phone and media. But we've had that conversation and he's okay with that. So for me, I do not subscribe to the ideology that I am emergency services. And those first two hours of my day, minimum are mine. And I don't let anybody else in. And that means no text messages, no checking my Apple watch. I might put my watch on just to start tracking steps right in the morning, but I will not look at it. I have all notifications on my watch aside from the fitness app. I have everything turned off on my Apple watch. Like if I get a text, it's because I went and looked in my Apple watch for that text. And the other thing I actually want to recommend to you, if you are a chronic people pleaser, And this is something that I think I talk about in another episode coming up this month. If you are a chronic people pleaser, and it really bothers you to not be there for other people, while you are creating these boundaries for yourself this month, something that you can do, I don't know if you can do it on Android, unfortunately, but if you're an Apple user, listen up. Uh, You can actually go into the focus mode. If you've updated your phone to have focus mode, which I think it's like, three updates back. So you should have it by now unless you just like never update your phone. Um, If you go into the focus mode and you edit the driving mode, because for me, if I'm driving my car, I'm not looking at my phone anyways. Like that's fine. I turn it on manual. So I have to turn it on and off. My car doesn't automatically do it. And if you notice, driving mode actually has a space where you can put an automated text message. So if you go, like I'm going to open mine right now. So you scroll down from the top, right? You open your focus modes. You go into the driving mode. You click the three dots. You go into settings. If you go down to auto reply, go in there. There's a box at the bottom that says auto reply message. You can edit this message. And here's what mine says. You can copy this word for word if you want to. This is an auto response. I currently have uninterrupted focus time turned on because I am either taking some much needed self-care time away from my phone or I'm at school or work. I may not see your message for several hours or until tomorrow, but know you are loved and I'll respond when I have the space and energy. So I did that two weeks ago because I was feeling the need to always be available for everyone and doing that action and setting that status at night. I would set that. I would turn my driving mode on when I would go to bed. I'd put my phone on my charger and turn driving mode on and go to bed and not check my phone in the morning. And in the beginning, I felt like I relied on that focus mode to basically assure people in my life that I love them. I care about them, but I'm doing me right now. Every single person in my life respected it, which is awesome that I also have it turned on to where like only favorites can see it because I don't need to tell everybody that in my life. I just wanted to tell certain people that, that I really like struggle with having good boundaries. Um, and mostly just the people that I'm like the closest to, I tend to have a hard time setting limits with. And that actually has helped me, believe it or not, to create boundaries in my day to day life. Because I have done this, and I have seen how positively my friends and people have reacted to my automatic message that goes out. It has actually led me to creating better boundaries. It has led me to creating space for myself. And now I'm actually able to have within two weeks, I can't say if your results are going to be the same, but within two weeks, I feel like I'm actually able to say, hey, I don't have time for that right now, but we can meet up again another time. I'm taking time for me. Without needing to explain what I'm doing, how I'm doing it, why I'm doing it, why my time is important. And that might be a little trick that actually helps you do the same thing. And like I said, you can make that message, say whatever you want, but if you need a good one, there it is. So the reason I also do this is because in the morning, you have the opportunity to prime your mind for how you want your day to go. And I firmly believe that those first two hours in the morning literally set the tone of your day. Like you can decide at any point in your time to shift your mindset, of course. But if you do it right in the morning, you get like the maximum amount of hours to sit in this energy. And so what I do in the morning, which I'm sure you've heard, because I had a podcast where I talked about it in great detail. And I think there's another episode coming out this next month that is going to go over it a little bit more as well. So to give you a little cliff notes, if you don't listen to it, um, I start my morning out by popping in my AirPods, putting on my Apple Watch, and I turn the Superhuman app on. I use my tablet and walk around and use it. Because here's the thing. When your phone is in driving mode, you actually can't use your phone. It doesn't let you. You have to turn driving mode off in order to engage with your phone. And because of that, it also stops me from opening my phone and mindless scrolling. Like I have to go through an extra hoop to turn that off if I want to scroll. So, um, I start listening to superhuman. I listen to a get ready meditation and then I go out into my kitchen and I do a cleaning meditation when I unload the dishes and make my breakfast. And that's been my routine consistently for almost three weeks now. And honestly, life changing. I spend time with myself in the morning. I decide how I want my day to go, what, what I want to spend my time on. And those two hours in the morning, literally prime the rest of my day. And it's been a really beautiful and liberating thing to take that time. And it also just like feels good to not wake up and like rush into work immediately, which I know a lot of us have a tendency to want to do. So that's what I'm going to recommend to you is no other people or socials one to two hours in the morning. Taking time for yourself to enjoy your breakfast, enjoy the process of getting ready, putting more care and energy into yourself. And then the last thing for this September challenge is I want you to choose one self development book. You don't have to read it, you can listen to it on Audible, you can like literally anything. It can be a book that's been collecting dust on your shelf. And I want you to choose one and just set some time every day to read a page, two pages, read a whole chapter if you feel like you can, but just a few pages is enough. And that's because it's that compound effect that over time, you will eventually finish that book if you commit to it just a few pages a day. It's the everyday activities, those days make your weeks, or yeah, it's the days... Days create your weeks, weeks create your months, months create your years, and your years create your life, right? Just like Vivian Bouchard says. So you want to take those day-to-day activities and make them work for you, not against you. So something in self-development that's going to change your perspective. I will tell you exactly what I am currently listening to. I've been listening to an audiobook this month. Now, if you actually want to have somebody to read books with, uh, quarterly on the Patreon, we are doing... Uh, a book four times a year. So if you want to like read along, you can always join the Patreon community. This is not a book that we're reading with Patreon. This is just what I'm currently listening to on Audible. Again, not sponsored. Uh, Just love. I wish Audible would sponsor me. Audible where you at? But uh, the book that I am currently listening to is Becoming the One by Shailena Ayana. I think it's how you say it becoming the one. Uh, she's the creator and founder of that really popular Instagram raising women. And even if you're in a committed relationship that feels really wholesome and amazing. I feel like this book is just good for how you will, like it helps you set the tone for the kind of relationships you want to have in your life. And this book, I've only listened to, I think, like, two hours so far of like seven plus hours but I was actually in the middle of a situation recently where this book actually really helped me to take a different approach where I'm used to being the rescuer the saver the fixer the problem solver in relationships and I've realized that I do it in abandonment of myself and that's something that this book actually brought like it had already been brought to my attention but this book like brought it open even bigger and it's been totally helping me transform my life through relationships and uh, if it sounds like it's something you need in your life holding better boundaries coming back to yourself not abandoning yourself uh, it's a really fantastic read so far or a listen. I've been listening to it. Um, I basically told myself that I would listen to it once and then maybe go back and read it uh, like a physical copy. But in any case, that is the challenge for September. So in review, a little cliff notes, uh, you want to go on your little hot girl walk, hot girl, hot person, hot boy, whatever, however, not whatever, however you identify, Uh, you want to go on insert your pronoun here. Your hot blank walk, and that is going to be just adding a minimum of one to two thousand steps extra than you normally would a day. Or if you're feeling really overzealous, reach for that 10k like I do. Uh, if you struggle with caffeine addiction or coffee addiction, swap out your coffee. If you want to go balls to the wall with me, completely make the transition to matcha. Try it for a month and see how you feel. If it improves anything in your life, um, no other people or socials for one to two hours of your day. You are. Are not emergency services, and you don't need to treat yourself like you are. And last but certainly not least, committing to one to two pages of a book a day or listening to like X amount of minutes per day, however, you want to do it. You could also do like self development talks. Like I would say, listening to like a podcast or like Alan Watts or somebody on YouTube, if that's what you would prefer. I feel like that counts. You just want to do Listen or read some kind of self development all month long. And if you're doing this challenge, please, please, please tag me in your Instagram stories, you can even like share the podcast image if you want to and be like, you know, tag me I'm at Chloe Taylor and just tell me what you're committing to tell me, like, Tell me what you hope this challenge is going to do for you. I promise you I will look at your responses. Like, I don't engage with Instagram every day, but I will look at the stories. So I hope you have a fabulous September. I hope you stick around to listen to all the episodes I have planned. And I love you so much, Pumpkin. Thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up for yourself today. And please do not forget when you stand in your own authenticity, you empower everyone around you to do the same. And I'll talk to you again next time. Bye.